words and action may change those around us. However, what happens when honor gains ground? And influence our lives? Honor. Give honor to whom it is due. The topic means honor. There are different ways of honor. We can honor up, we can honor down, honor by the sides, and honor around. I want to start with honoring up. And before I go into the word, I want to ask you a question about certain people. What have those people in common, like Elton John? What says Elton John? in common with Sean Connery. What has Sean Connery in common with Vivienne Westwood? And what has Vivienne Westwood in common with Agatha Christie? And what has she in common with Winston Churchill? What has those people in common? What do you think? They're rich? They're British, yeah! And the winner goes to the lady in the second row, third chair. Yeah, they're British. And they were all from the queen. They've been knighted from the queen. That means from this day on, they can call themselves Sir. Sir is an honoring title in, in Great Britain. For us, it's very easy, right, to honoring people. People who have achieved something, achieved something, it's very easy for us to honor, right? But what about those people sometimes, they're doing crazy things, like your parents are not always so nice and polite to you? It's not so easy to honor. The Bible says honoring your father and mother, right? This is a very hard thing for, especially for the Swiss people. If I go into Asia, no deal. Switzerland, big deal. Honoring father and mother, say, but Pastor Leo, there are three ways to honor our parents. First of all, we can honor the parents because. There are people say, I honor my parents because they're perfect. They're almost like Jesus. They're nice, they're never complaining, they are beautiful, they're very rich, uh, they're very, uh, they're telling a lot of stories and jokes, a good atmosphere. They are perfect. Because they are perfect, I honor my parents. And some people say, I don't honor my parents. Now comes the word, because. Why? A lot of people, they have parents, maybe your father is never at home or your mother, she has betrayed your father or there's some alcohol in, in, the, in the family or addictions in the family. Maybe even some misuses in the family. A lot of people are going to say, but Pastor Leo, you have no clue what my father has done to me. He misused me when I was a small child. How can I honor my father? There are three, these two options, but the Bible says option number three is the don't and the because it's deleted. It means I have to honor my parents. I have to honor God. It's always the thing if I have to say, you have to, people say, whoo, the word of God is crazy. But let's go deeper. Why God is saying we should honor our parents or God or the leaders in the church or the politicians in, in, in our nation, there is a reason. If you have something to write, please write this down. If you have a smartphone, an iPhone, please make a picture. I want to draw something very, very unique. Because the word honor, honor, oh, it's now in red, huh? 
Honor means, in Hebrew, kaved. This is Hebrew, kaved. Honor means kaved in Hebrew. And kaved just literally means, I give something weight. Weight. I give something weight. I give a person weight. I give God weight. And I don't give people weight because they are perfect. They are nice to me. I give them weight. There is a reason because God is my creator. Without my parents, I will not be born. I give weight to the company. Without the company, I have no money, no job to do. I give weight to a person. Let's go for a moment into a story of the Old Testament just to explain you right now what honor means and how people have lived honor to God. And for me, a very, very funny story is about Abraham and Sarah because the Bible is saying Abraham is the man of faith. He's a big example what it means to be a man of faith. But if you're reading the Bible often, there are two stories you say, but God... There were two times when Abraham was not, was not acting in faith. Let's go to the story, and I want to have bring you the link to honor. There was Abraham and Zara in the Old Testament. There's always a time every day you have hunger. You're hungry, right? You want to eat something. But the Bible is saying there was a famine in the land. No food, no good life. They heard that another nation... There is plenty of food, say, Abraham and Sarah, let's go to the other nation. But there was a problem. Abraham said, Sarah, we have a huge problem. You are too beautiful. If they figure out that I'm your husband, they will kill me. Let's make a small deal. Let's say, you my sister, I'm your brother. We are not married because that's the moment I can survive. And the Pharaoh, he heard about this beautiful lady. He brought Abraham a lot of gifts and presents to honor the brother. But he had no clue that he's actually the father, uh, the husband. And all of a sudden, God cursed Pharaoh. Abraham lied. How can a man of faith, the be example of our faith, is a liar? God says, Abraham is an example. Okay, let, let's be honest. He lied only once, you say. No, he lied twice in, in exactly the same situation. Twice he said, this is my sister. It's not my wife. Why is Abraham a man of faith? Let's go in the Bible. The Bible explains us in Romans chapter uh, 4, verse 20 to 21. There's just one word I want to underline right now. Abraham was strengthened in his face and gave glory to God. Here is the word again. He gave glory to God. He gave kavet to God. He gave God more weight than all the circumstances. And this Bible verse is the reason why Abraham is a man of faith. Not his action, not his perfect lifestyle, not he was always bold. Sometimes he complained, sometimes started whining a little bit, but the Bible is saying Abraham gave God kavet more weight more glory than all their circumstances. Dear people, a lot of people saying to me, how can I praise God? 
I'm short of money. My, my marriage is not going good. I'm not strong enough, healthy. How can I honor God? Because I don't honor God only that God is blessing me in every area what I want to like to bless. Because I give God more weight than all my circumstances. Can I have an amen? I give God more glory, more weight, more covet than all my circumstances. That's the position and the attitude of an honoring lifestyle up to God. Let's go to the first point. Honoring means an attitude of gratitude. I like an attitude of gratitude. This is honoring. You know, in every season in the Bible, in the Old Testament, the New Testament, when people made a covenant, it was always different. For example, when I make a covenant with my wife, I got married about 25 years ago. I have a picture right now, an amazing picture. It's 25 years already. Yeah, wow. I still look young, fresh. My wife has not changed at well. Um, when we said yes to each other, it's a covenant. We said yes in terms of the government. You have to sign, yes, I agree, I want to marry her forever. In good days and very good days. Also in bad days, yeah. In the church, you say in front of the pastor, in front of your parents, and God, I say, yes, with God's help, I want to marry you. I say yes, and she say yes. If only one person says yes, it's not enough. A covenant is always from both sides. That's the way how we marry in our nation. But what's, what's about um, covenant in the Old Testament? In the time of Abraham, they made covenant in a very, very unique way. If I want to make a business with you, we say, okay, before we say agree, we take an animal, we cut it apart in two parts, then we split it and we walk both to the splitted animal together and we say, if one of us breaking the covenant, this will be your future. Like, in two parts. You know, I cannot break the covenant unless I want to be in two pieces. That's the way they made covenants in the Old Testament. It's very funny. God takes the same principle how they were used to make a, a, a covenant. And God is making a covenant with Abraham. It says to him, bring three cows, three goats, three rams, and a turtle dove. Cut them in two pieces. <laughs> Left side and right side. And between the animals, we walking together, I say yes to you, you saying yes to me. And if somebody breaks the covenant, whew, this will be your future. Now let's pause for a moment. This is for God easy, right? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? God, for God, it's easy to make a covenant because he knows if God says yes once, it's yes all the time. But what's about Abraham? What's about you and me? That's another story. Because God knows our human heart. He fell, lay, he lay Abraham to sleep and Abraham started to sleep even before they're walking to the animals. He slept on the ground. He started to dream about the future, what will happen to the nation of Israel. He dreamt everything. And then the Bible says, a fire rushed to the animals. And God alone made a covenant. Without Abraham. This is an amazing statement. God is saying, 
I honoring you people. I know your lifestyle. I know your hearts. Sometimes you are for me. Sometimes you are against me. Sometimes you love me. Sometimes you don't love me. I know your heart. That's why I put Abraham to sleep. And the covenant is only from one side. I, God Almighty, will always stay for you, with you, surrounding you, cheering you up. Because this is forever and ever and ever. This is the biggest honor God has ever always brought to human being. Do you have the picture? It's a one-sided covenant. God says, I am for you. I give you more covet than your lifestyles, than your circumstances, because I give weight to you, because you are unique. That's the moment where you say, God, I received this. That's amazing. You're always for me. But let's be honest for a moment. And I'm traveling a lot and a lot of people come to me and say, Pastor Leo, I heard the message many times. God is for me, not against me. He loves me and the crown of creation and all the things. But so many times I feel weak. So many times I feel not, so, not, not something special. I feel not anointed, not holy enough, not gifted enough, not creative enough. So many times I feel lacking or the love of things in my life. With this question... I asked God in my prayer time this week, God, give me a word for the church. Give me a word for you. Give me a word for me. How can we understand that God honors you and me? God gives kaveh, weight to you and me, despite our lifestyles. And God gave me an amazing picture how to explain that you are stronger than you think. You are smarter than you think. You are more anointed than you think. You are more blessed than you think. Yes. Are you ready? It's a very shocking video. I will bring you back in the beginning of your life. Even before you were born, there were a moment you already existed in form of a sperm. You remember? You were a sperm. It's many years ago for some people, yeah? Are you ready? Let's go into the clip. You are on the clip. Your father and mother love together. Here are you. There are 500 million other sperms. It's a race. Who is the fastest? Who will winning? Who will be in the egg? You were in front for more than 25 minutes. You remember? You remember the moment when you enter into the egg? You won. You were faster than 500 million sperms. And you're sitting here and say, I am weak. I am unanointed. I am not blessed. You are simply a winner. You are the best. Come on, church. Forget the rest. Come on. You remember. You were faster than 500 million sperms. We have 8 million Swiss people, but 500 million sperms. And you sitting here and say, I'm nothing special. I am weak. Nobody loves me. I'm not sure if God can use me. You were faster. You disappointed millions of sperms. And you're sitting here and complaining? You know what I mean? And by the way, you have so much style 
Maybe you forgot the way how you entered the egg of the mom. Stylish. Let's see. man and woman of God and you forget how much attitude and gratitude you have and that's the point God spoke to me and I think this picture will never forget you know I don't know how many messages you heard about you are a sperm you're a winning person in you it's the winning DNA of God Almighty it's everything it's in you when God gives you honor covet more weight there's a reason because you're the crown of creation don't ever say don't ever think i'm just ordinary you are not you are a flipping fast sperm that's your dna okay i hope you received the word on this season i go to the next point some people say oh i don't know okay honor is a attitude and if I understand honor, I honor God because he is my creator, creator. I honor my parents because they gave me birth. I honor my company because they pay me. This is a position of honoring and gratitude to certain people. Not because lifestyle, not because of behaves. And out of that comes always appreciation. I appreciate is an action of attitude. If I know honoring, I'm so thankful, and it's always comes something out. It's action. Action. Let's go into the Bible verse where people don't praise God. In Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 to 7, the verse. As sons of his fathers and a slave of his masters. If I'm a father, where is the honor to me? If I'm a master, where is the respect to me? says the Lord Almighty. It is the priest who show comfy for my name. But you ask, how have you shown contempt for your name? Let's think for a moment about this Bible verse. When God is saying, where is the honor? Where is the respect? This is always a position for all those people, they waking up every morning and take everything for gratitude, for granted. You take everything for granted. They think, I eating a, a healthy muesli, I drinking green tea, I doing fitness. That's why I'm strong and blessed. Let's pause for a moment. Your heart is beating every second. Your heart is in the hand of God Almighty. He made the decision when this heart starts to beat, and he will make the decision when this heart will beat for the very last time. People with, with a thankful heart, with honor, standing up every morning are so thankful that my heart is beating, that God has given me another day to live, another day to do things in life. People are thankful they have actions in their life. Let's go through four simple action steps of gratitude. 
appreciation of an act of integrity. Integrity means whatever God's command, I will do. The night before Jesus died, and God the Father said, Jesus, you will die for all the sins of the people. Jesus asked a very profound question to Father God in Mark chapter 14, verse 36. Abba, Father, Jesus said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, not what I will, but what you will. Jesus was asking the Father, if there is another way, please go another way with me. But if not, I do whatever you command me to do. Honor means I say yes to God's ways. And I have to be honest as a pastor, the last 19 years we moved from building to building, from places to places. Even this weekend we have church service in four different locations here in our church. This morning the children were over the, over the streets, the, the teenagers another side, we are here, the Zwanzker, another place. We are split up in so many different places. And for 19 years we moved from building to building. But I have never doubted that God's ways are the best ways. I never doubted. I never understood that is something different. So many times I don't understand what God is doing, but I don't doubt that God knows what he's doing. And I just trusted God in all the years. And now I want to show you a picture for those people that are new. In, uh, we have started to building a building. This is the, 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 the level ground. This is two level will be a parking garage for all our Ferraris and double BMW and Audis and Mercedes. Some people I heard they're driving Fiat's. This is, this is edgy, drive Fiat. No, just kidding. Um, and in 10 months, this will be the building will look like. And after 20 years, after 20 years, I'm not doubting anymore. I see God is good. But what is between you don't understand and you doubting, but you don't doubt about God? It's just be loyal to God. I'm loyal to God. You know, um, me and my family, God said to us, we should give one percentage of the building. From the 4.9 million, we should give one percentage as a family. And I thought, oh, one percentage is not much. But when I start to calculate, it's 49,000 Swiss francs. It's a lot. Even for me, it's a lot. Because it's a lot. Even if I'm a Swiss guy, it's a lot. And we saved last year, we saved this year, and we had about 3,500 Swiss francs on the bank account. The rest is gone in, in, in buildings. We have just 3,500 uh, 3, Swiss francs on the bank account. I just said, God, this is, this is just in case something happened. You know, this is Swiss thinking. My sister came from Italy. She's, uh, she has, her, her husband has no job. She's living a very pure life, poor life. And I wake up in the morning, I read the Bible. We visit her by my mom, and God spoke to me. Leo, go to your bank account. Put the 3,500 strings from the bank and give it to your sister. I said, God, are you kidding me? Or you want to kill me? Sometimes almost the same. Why are you doing this to me? I gave already 10% to ICF Zurich, 1% of the new building we're giving as well, and the 3,500 is just in case something happens. 
I said, yes, God, I do whatever you say. Yes, sir. And I gave the money to my sister. And I was really happy about that. No, I'm not. I am obedient, but I don't understand. So many times I don't understand what God is doing, but I'm in the position to be obedient. You understand? This is what Jesus has done in his life as well. The second point is, is also your gratitude, the act of gratitude. And the Bible speaks about two people, they're giving money or animals to God. One offering God accepts, and one, he says, denies. This is a story in Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering of the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked his favors on Abel and his offering, but on Cain on his offering, he didn't look his favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. One giving, God received, and the other God denied. I thought, let's make this very practical. I have here 10 100 US dollar bills. Two, four, six, eight, ten. Okay. I agree these are ten here. Like ten. They are ten. You know, the first guy, when they got the salary, he took the first fruit. The first fruit is the very first thing you take. And he brought the first fruit to God and said, God, before I spend my money, this is the first fruit. I want to give my tithes straight to the church. This is for you. And God looks down and is really pleased and says, wow, you're honoring me. You're trusting me that I am your creator. I am your everything. This is a step. So this is like a... Um, um, what's the word in English? This is just a step of faith. I can give the first thing to God. And God is pleased about that. Okay, the other guy said, okay, um, I have to pay my house. I have to buy food. Or I need dog food. I pay some clothes for my wife. Or my kids, they need clothes. Oh, taxes is so high. In Switzerland, uh, I have to clean my car. This is for vacation. And this is for cinema. And they're spending all and all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. God, there is one left. You are lucky. I didn't spend it all. Lucky that my wife only bought one shoe. Yeah, it's one left. Oh, God, I want to I wanna bless you. Just wait for a moment. I'm back. He goes, takes the same 10%. It's the same 10%. Brings it to God and God says, that's by the way for you. God is looking at us. Are you kidding me? It's the same 100 US dollars, right? It's the same 10%. That's why I asked you in the beginning, are, are there really 10? Yeah, there's only one of 10. means 10%. It's the same percentage, but a different attitude. A person of honor 
when you're earning your money, the first thing what you do, you bring your tithes 10% into the, the local church. It's the first fruit. You're giving this to Jesus. And God is looking down. is very, very pleased. You understand that? If I just spend money and say, oh God, this is the leftover. Here's for you. God is saying, I don't like your heart. Because God gave his only son, Jesus Christ, he was the best of the best for you. When we are praying and asking God for a blessing, you're asking for the best of the best, right? Nobody asks for rubbish. You're asking for the best of best, right? Because I know you. Yes, I know you. You're international. I know me. I'm Swiss. We're going for quality. Swiss people. Let's go to the last two points. It's also loyalty. Loyalty, loyalty means... I say yes to God's folk. That means what God is loving, I love too. God loves the body of Christ. He's not only loving Isaiah, Zurich. There's plenty of other churches in this town. Different Christians, strong Christians, stylish Christians, and weird Christians. But I love all. You know why? What God is loving, loyal, I love too. What's about Israel? I love Israel. You know why? It's God's people. I don't love like God's people because they're friendly. They are not friendly. I was there for two weeks in Israel. They are not friendly. The people of God, not friendly, no, no friendly, no. No friendly, no. Why I love Israel? Because they're God's people. What God is loving, I love too. That's why as a church, we made a decision. We're giving every year a portion of our money, a budget, to the ICF Tel Aviv, to other people in Israel. We have an Israel prayer group. We have an Israel conference in our church. We're doing this by purpose. We say, we want to bless Israel even. They not behave always right. Their lifestyle sometimes is a nightmare. Tel Aviv is a crazy, sinful city. But we love the people of God because God loves them. And I got a text message uh, uh, recently from the church of ICF Tel Aviv. This is a picture that's set down in Haifa. And they will plant a second church in Israel in Haifa. We're blessing the Israel ministry because what God is loving, we're loving too. This is honoring. We're honoring God. We give Israel more weight than the lifestyle. You understand what I mean? That's a deep point. And by the way, if you want to be blessed, the Bible says, honoring your father and mother, you will have a long life. Bless Israel and you have a blessed life. Give money and God will open the floods of heaven and he pouring out with so much blessing that they say, I want to be blessed because I want to receive the honor of God. And the last point is generosity. It's a very quick point. My wife, uh, five days ago, she sent me a text message about Mother Teresa. Maybe you know Mother Teresa. She was a missionary in Calcutta, and she helped sick people on the street. And there was a guy, he came to Mother Teresa and said, I have a calling for the leprosies, for the people who have lepers. I found out the calling from God, giving the rest of my life for people in need. And this guy was so excited. Yes, I figured out my calling. Calling is such a big Christian word, right? Calling. 
And Mother Teresa said, yeah, I hear that you think that you figured out your calling, but you missed an important point. We are called to be sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. This is our calling. And because we are called to be sons and daughters of Jesus Christ, the output is the fruit that I serve in Calcutta. You understand the point? Because I am called to be a son and daughter of Jesus Christ. I am so blessed. I'm so overfilled for God. It's a fruit and overflow that they're helping people in Calcutta. And I'm telling you right now, you are called to be a son and daughters of Jesus Christ. This is your calling. Because when we die, you will not take your car with you. You will not take your job with you. You will not take your ministry with you. The calling you will take with you is, I am sealed with the Holy Spirit to be a sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. This is our destiny, our calling. I want to close. Honoring God is not because of his lifestyle. I honor not my parents because of their lifestyle. I honor God because he is my creator. Without God, I'm not here. I honor my parents because with them, I will not be born. I honor my company because without them, I have no money. I honor my leads in the church because without them, ISIS Zurich will not be existing. Exist. I'm honoring the Swiss politicians because they're leading and running a nation. And honoring means it's an attitude of gratitude. I want to pray with you guys. Before I do that, the band will sing a song and in the song I will come on the stage. And I think this could be a challenging message for a lot of people because you always said, I cannot honor my parents because they were not good to me. This is another story. Honoring is a position. It's an attitude. I'm so thankful about life, creation, and everything God has given to me. The band will play a song, and in the song, I will come and pray with you guys. Just reflect for a moment the message, and then let's, then, then let's pray with each other.